In today's episode, we'll be looking at how to get more blog followers, 41 unbelievable ways. Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast. This is Alvern and my focus is to help 1,000 creative female entrepreneurs over the next 10 years become more visible using simplified and fun marketing programs so that they can scale their business quickly and donate 1% of their profits, time and resources to help reduce women illiteracy. Now, before we get into the actual content itself today, if you are brand new to this particular podcast, you're very welcome. However, if this is not your first time, I just have one quick question for you. Have you subscribed to the channel? And if yes, have you remembered or did you remember to leave us a five-star review uh, whether on your favorite podcast player, whether it be uh, Google Podcasts or iTunes or Apple Podcasts? Um, it would be really helpful for us if you can get the word out by leaving a five-star review of what you think of the, this particular podcast. Um, so now let's get into the actual content itself. So are you stuck trying to get more blog followers to finally generate an income? The thought of logging into your blog statistics every month or even every week only to see a trickle of readers can be very frustrating. I know because I've been there. I've been in your shoes. When I started my blog, my first blog, over 10 years ago and published my first post, all I heard were the sound of crickets. You know what's more frustrating than having no followers? I'll tell you. Not knowing how to get more followers is even worse. In fact, let me know if you can relate to the following. Working a 9-to-5 job is not exciting for you anymore. You heard that blogging online can be a very rewarding experience. After work and on weekends, you spend hours upon hours watching videos, listening to podcasts about the success stories of others just like you. Everyone seems to get lucky after they decide to take action. If only there was a way to grow your online presence on a low budget and showing you exactly how to get this done. In this episode, you'll learn about the 40 plus ways to get more readers to your blog so that you can finally generate an income online and leave that nine to five job or finally generate an income with your blog, which you've been working on for, say, the last 12 months or even three years. So content marketing statistics. Before looking at how to get more blog followers, let us look first look at content marketing statistics. In case you didn't know, blogging is a form of content marketing. By understanding what others are doing in this area, you'll be better able to design and implement a strategy. 60% of smartphone users have contacted a business after engaging with a search engine result, according to HubSpot. Over 84% of organizations have a content marketing strategy in place based on an SEM Rush survey. Of those organizations who took the survey, 76% of them have a content marketing team of less than three people. Brands are using IG stories more than ever before, based on a report from a top rank blog. The top three hard skills that content marketers, i.e. bloggers, need to have to survive are social media, SEO, and strategy. And now SEO stands for search engine optimization. This is based on that that same report or survey that SEM Rush carried out over 17,000 content marketing roles. If there's one statistic you need to keep in mind, it is this one. Hopefully you have a pen and paper handy. But here is the big statistic. 
89% of content marketers or bloggers rely on organic search as they believe it is the most effective distribution method. As you can hear, there isn't a magic pill or even a silver bullet that every, everyone is using to get results. It all takes a bit of strategy, hard work, knowledge of social media, and actually implementing that strategy for the long term. Now, just in case you want to be able to access the show notes, you can head over to successunscramble.com forward slash EP194 to get access to the show notes. Okay, up next, let's look at knowing your audience. Wait before you rush out and create a strategy for your content, marketing, or blogging plan. The most important thing that you need to consider is your audience. If you don't know who they are or what are, what, what are you going to say to them, developing a client avatar will help you create content to attract the right people. Here are a few things you need to know about your potential followers. What age are they? What's their gender? Where do they live? Do they live in a house or an apartment? What neighborhood do they live in? What does it look like? The kind of problems they are trying to solve personally and financially. Their deepest desires and dreams for them and their family. What are they? In terms of their biggest fears, what are they? I'm not referring to spiders now. <laughs> do you get their short-term or long-term goals? Any idea of their good and bad habits? What gets them excited? What's the stuff that annoys them? What are their daily, weekly, monthly, or even annual channel challenges? Outline their biggest needs. List the kind of items they spend their money on when they get paid. What type of podcast do they listen to? Which software or apps do they use? What are their passion projects? Where do they spend their money online or even their time online? You may not know all the answers to these questions just yet. Try to answer as many of them as possible. Okay, up next, we're looking at making money blogging. So once you have a better understanding of your followers, like who they are and their challenges, it's time to figure out how you can help them. In other words, why do you want to get more followers to your blog? What value can you offer them when they visit your blog? Yes, they can read your content, but what happens next? Do you have a solution to their problem? Did you know that there are five ways to make money blogging? These include affiliate marketing, ad networks, courses or products, services, sponsored posts. Of the five listed ways, which one of these is included in your monetization plan? And again, just in case you want to get access to all of this list and you don't have a pen or paper handy and you're probably traveling, driving, whatever, you can head over to the show notes, success unscramble.com forward slash EP194. So while this may not be something that you have thought of before, it is important to consider it seriously because your follower wants to solve a problem. They don't just want to read your blog post. Of course, it depends on what you are offering or what your blog post is about. If after reading your blog post, your problem isn't solved, guess what happens next? They just click away and they go over to the next blog post in the search engine results. So the follower journey. In terms of the strategy for solving their problem, let's spend some time looking at the follower journey. They come to your blog post, they read your blog post, what happens next? So in the actual show notes, I actually have an image showing you what that follower journey looks like. You have to head over to successunscramble.com forward slash EP194. This is where things get a little bit complicated because it depends on the price range of what you have to offer. 
If the course or product or service that you're offering is 47 bucks or $47 or less, then your follower can make a decision pretty much straight away. Anything over $47 but less than $500 will need to have a much more, a few more touch points. You may have to offer them a free checklist so that they can learn to trust you. Other things that you can do to nurture them include offering a free five-day or 10-day challenge, nurturing them on your email list, or getting them into a low-cost workshop, online workshop. However, let's say that your offer is over $500, then a webinar funnel is best suited to help them with with the conversion process. So anything over that price or that price and above, you may want to consider having a webinar or a masterclass. If you have uh, offering a service, then doing a 15, 15 to 30 minute uh, consultation or discovery call will help them convert. Right. So let's look at creating your conversion part. One of the biggest mistakes I see newbies make when it comes to finding readers for their blog is that they don't have a way to convert them. What I mean by this is that they are waiting until they get 1,000 visitors a day before they monetize their blog. Let me tell you that you're leaving money on the table. Remember what I mentioned previously about your follower journey. Those followers or these followers are coming to your blog because they have a problem that they need to solve. Depending on your blog, your solution might be a recipe, which is fine. If there's a recipe, the solution is right there. They have all the ingredients and the process to make that particular recipe. However, if you're, you have a blog about decluttering, for example, and they need a step-by-step comprehensive guide, have it ready for them to purchase. Yes, I get it. You may not be technical or you don't have a budget available to invest in expensive conversion platforms. Sometimes all you need is a low-cost solution like Teachable or Thinkific to create your course. Or you can use easy digital downloads, Shopify, or even WooCommerce to sell your eBooks as well. Whatever your conversion path, ensure that it is up and running before you get blog followers. Okay, let's look at strategy versus tactics. It is important to understand the difference between strategy and tactics before looking at ways to get more blog followers. A content strategy is an overall plan of what you will do to attract blog followers. The strategy will include what your audience is, the media channels you'll use, the creative formats, i.e. images, um, memes, videos, pins. Those are the creative formats. The demographics, so you might know the audience, maybe moms, the demographics, the age group, um, stuff like that, where they hang out, what age range, how much money they make, that kind of a thing. And then the content. So you have the creative format, which is the video, but what is going into the video, which is what is the content that's going to be produced in that video. And then the budget. What sort of budget do you have for your creative, for your content strategy? Like, are you going to be spending, uh, I don't know, a hundred bucks a month on your on your actual content marketing strategy plan? Or maybe 50 bucks or maybe 500 bucks. Make up your mind on this particular budget. And then the timing is everything. So timing could be maybe once a week or twice a week or maybe once a month or maybe five times a month. What is the timing for your particular strategy? On the other hand, tactics go into a lot of detail about the approach you'll take each platform or media channel. A few examples of tactics is what time of day you'll post, the best performing hashtags by content, how many times 
to post per day? Which content uh, performs best by time of day? Are you going to do DMs, direct messages? It's also important to have a good mix of media channels in your strategy to improve your, your reach and your results. In other words, have a mix of free and paid promotions to get better return on your investment. So say, for example, you're going to use Pinterest. Say Pinterest is the only platform you're going to use. Are you going to just use free promotion or are you going to pay for promoted pins? So think of the actual marketing mix that you're going to use in your marketing strategy. Now, the bit that you're waiting for, 41 ways to get more blog followers. Now that you know uh, who your follower is, where they hang out online, where they spend their money, and what solution you're going to present to them, and you've actually set up your conversion part, let's look at how you can attract them to your blog and the solution that you're going to offer them. Pinterest, like I mentioned before, one of the fastest ways to get more blog followers is by pinning your blog posts on Pinterest. It is advised that you engage with the platform on a daily basis. Using a third-party application like Tailwind will help you get the pinning daily. And you can check out my review of Tailwind. I've left the link in the show notes. Head over to success on scramble.com forward slash EP194. Twitter is up next. Using social media is another quick way to gain traction. This can be achieved by posting content to Twitter. Depending on who your follower is, you may find that adding Twitter to your strategy may be worthwhile. A great way to spy on your competition is by using TweetDeck. And you can learn how to use TweetDeck. Again, I've left a link in the show notes. Instagram feed. So if your brand elements, products, or services are visually appealing, appealing, consider using Instagram feed to post three to five times a week. Even if what you have to offer is not visually appealing, but your followers are on Instagram, there are other ways to get the attention. A a actionable content like quotes, short videos, tips and tricks will help you gain traction. IG stories. Did you know that IG users spend 80% of their time binge watching IG stories? For this reason, it is a good idea to use this media channel to gain more followers. If you find it difficult to create Instagram stories, check out the apps that, are, that you can use to easily um, edit IG stories. I've left a link again in the show notes. Instagram Reels. So if you are more of a, a dancer or performer, then you may want to consider using IG Reels. There is a lot of content at the moment, or sorry, contention at the moment when it comes to adding music to Reels. However, don't let that stop you from creating them. There are lots of clever tricks and hacks of how to get music onto your Reels. IG Influencer Campaigns. A great way, that's number six, a great way to grow your audience really quickly on Instagram is by running sponsorship campaigns. This is achieved by finding an influencer with an audience who can benefit from your offer. As I mentioned previously, having a mix of paid and free campaigns will work really well to get a return on your investment. Use a service like the Social Blue Book to help you find social influencers. It is against Facebook's terms of service to promote your business using your personal profile. So your Facebook profi personal profile is up next. However, it is safe for you to use it to let people know about the person behind the business. Tell stories about your successes and challenges, but don't include links to your business. Facebook business page, except in the comments. You can do it in the comments. 
As you probably already know, your Facebook business page is a place designated to promote your business. While the algorithm on this section of Facebook is not great, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have a page. I get notifications every single day of people who viewed my Facebook page that's linked to my blog. I've included a, a screenshot in the show notes of the results of what I get for my Facebook business page. Um, the Facebook group, the ultimate way to grow your blog followers with, would be to maintain a free Facebook group. Compared to a personal profile or business page, growing and maintaining a group takes a lot of work. However, it still continues to be the most lucrative way your business to grow your business for free on Facebook. So group threads. On the topic of Facebook groups, there are quite a number of groups that support bloggers and they even allow you to post your latest blog posts. What is specific about threads is that you are there are rules involved in participating in the threads. For example, visiting someone's blog for a minimum of 30 seconds could be one of the rules, depending on which thread you join. LinkedIn posts. Promoting your blog posts on LinkedIn is probably the least favorite way to gain followers. A better option would be to turn your blog posts into videos by making them more attractive and digestible. One awesome software that you can use to get this done is called ClipScribe. Again, head over to the show notes, successandscramble.com forward slash EP194 to get access to all the show notes and all of the resources I've mentioned. On-page SEO. If you remember, near the start of this particular podcast, I mentioned a very important statistic, which is 89% of content marketers rely on organic search. The reason for this is because search engine optimization has been proven time and again to get the highest conversions. Did you know that there are close to 90,000 searches on Google every second? So since I've been recording this podcast, there's been over hundreds of thousands of searches on Google since I started recording this. This is because people use search engines to find solutions to their problems. On-page SEO is ensuring that your blog post is friendly for search engine spiders so that it can get uh, indexed easily. You can grab my SEO checklist. Again, I've left the link in the show notes. Off-page SEO is up at number 13. As the name suggests, off-page SEO involves making your posts or content attractive enough so that others may want to link to it. Doing this is a lot more difficult compared to on-page SEO. This method is also known as backlinking. A clever way to get more uh, links back to your blog is by creating infographics of your content. There are other uh, three, uh, three other ways to accomplish backlinking or attracting off-page SEO. Um, number 14 is guest posts. Writing content on other people's blogs is called guest posting. One great benefit of this is that you get to promote yourself and business in front of other people's audience. The other benefit is that you get a, a do-follow backlink to your blog. This is especially beneficial if the other person's blog has a higher domain authority than yours and if your audience or if their audience are your potential followers. Sponsored posts is at number 15. In some cases, you may want to consider paying for blog posts on someone else's blog. This is called a sponsored post, and it will be very beneficial when that blog has a much bigger audience as well as a much higher domain authority. 
The only drawback is of this is that the post will be marked as an advert, so the backlink will also be a, a nofollow backlink. Google will give it a lower rating when the spiders are indexing it. But that's okay. You still get access to someone else's audience and get more blog followers. Number 16, we've got PR outreach. The next free way to get more blog um, followers or your blog more recognized is by doing a PR outreach campaign. This involves getting your blog or brand or business on large publishing, publishing sites like Forbes, New York Times, and HuffPost. You can achieve this with the help of a PR company. However, you can also reach out to journalists directly if you have an interesting story to tell. One great benefit of doing this is that you get high authority backlinks to your blog from each post that goes live. At number 17, we've got Facebook groups, and this is other people's Facebook groups. One of the top the topic of other people's audiences on the topic of other people's audiences is another way to accomplish this is by presenting to other people's Facebook groups. There is at least one group where this is a paid service. It's called the Women Helping Women Entrepreneurs Facebook Group. You join their standout online membership program for 97 bucks a month, and it gives you the opportunity to go live in front of 500,000 women weekly. Also, you'll notice in other groups, people are looking for speakers to present to members of their Facebook groups. Facebook ads. While at number 18, while on the topic of Facebook, you'll probably be aware that the main reason why the business Facebook business pages don't gain traction is because it's now a pay-to-play platform. In other words, if you want visibility for your business, you'll need to pay for ads. This can work out well for you by using Facebook ads to grow your business. Promoted pins is at number 19. Pinterest also has the option for businesses to sponsor pins. This service is called Promoted Pins and it can work out really well if you know how to get it done. If your potential clients are on Pinterest, then this is something you would want to consider. At number 20, we've got Instagram ads. When setting up uh, ads using Facebook Business Manager, you'll be presented with the option to run ads on Instagram as well. This is something to consider carefully. You even have the option to run ads on Instagram only if that works out better for you. Yeah, and you can actually literally do this from the mobile Instagram mobile app. I've done it myself just as a test because I'm so curious. But if you want to Instagram only ads, that's a possibility as well. Number 21, we've got Google Ads. One important strategy to consider when doing an SEO campaign, that's an organic SEO campaign, is running it in conjunction with a paid search campaign. The reason for this is because SEO can take 6 to 12 months before you start seeing results. While you wait for organic SEO to kick in, you can do a paid search campaign to capture your followers who are ready to take action now. The targeting is via keywords and the bidding, bidding mechanism used is called PPC or pay per click. At number 22, we've got a YouTube channel. So did you know that you can build the know, like, and trust factor faster with video marketing? Also, the second most popular search engine after Google is YouTube. Yes, YouTube is also owned by Google, but they are two different platforms. This is why you need to consider using uh, video to reach your audience. Simply repurpose your blog posts into videos 
to get more mileage from your existing content. So no need to reinvent the wheel. Like for example, this particular one podcast that I'm doing, I can repurpose that into um, a YouTube video or sorry, several YouTube videos. Why? Because with YouTube videos, it doesn't have to be very long, five minutes stops. So I can repurpose this into five different YouTube videos. So it just goes to show you how much more mileage you can get from YouTube with your existing content. YouTube brand sponsorship. So on the flip side of creating your own YouTube channel is the ability to sponsor an existing brand. It means that you can cut out all the legwork of creating your own channel from scratch. Instead, you can get the attractive opportunity of getting in front of your potential audience via someone else's YouTube video. Learn more about YouTube brand partnerships, as well as I have included a second resource that will help you understand how it actually works step-by-step. Again, head over to the show notes, successunscramble.com forward slash EP194 to get access to this resource. And number 24, we've got video ads on YouTube. So this is very different from brand sponsorships. With brand sponsorships, you can pack the brand directly and you negotiate with them and they will actually produce an entire video for your brand. With video ads, it's another way to get in front of the YouTube audience by running ads on YouTube. Um, as you can imagine, there are many different kinds of video ads, including the premium buy masthead, the true view in stream, the video discovery, the shopping in stream, and the bumper ads. If, you've, if none of this makes sense to you, do please head over to the show notes, successunscramble.com forward slash EP194. I'm going to run through them briefly, um, but you get access to this resource. And basically what it is, I'll explain actually them one by one. So the premium buy master is a creative that is customizable and runs for 24 hours at the top of YouTube's homepage. You have the option to run it in your own chosen market. It's bookable by the day with great potential reach. However, it's a very expensive media buy. Next, you've got a true view in stream. This ad type can play before, during, and after an existing video. It is only skippable after the first five seconds have played. The bidding mechanism you use here is um, true cost per view. So there are terms and conditions around what constitutes a view, and you can get more information on this heading over to the actual um, YouTube resource giving you exactly what is a what is an actual what constitutes a view when you when you get charged. The next one is the true view video discovery. As the name suggests, this ad type is displayed on the right hand side of YouTube search results. So with the in the true view in stream, it's while a video is playing, that video plays for five seconds before, during, or after. However, the true view discovery is when you search in YouTube and you see the results of videos on the right-hand side, you'll see ads. These are the true view video discovery. So the ads shows based on the search query that you made. The shopping, true view, while watching a, a YouTube video, you might have seen a display of products on the right-hand side of the video. So the true view is actually in the video, whereas the shopping is on the right-hand side. These are referred to as true view shopping ads and a great option if you offer products for sale, like, you know, physical products. The bumper ads is the last one on the list. And sometimes while you're watching a video, you get a notification that an ad is coming up and you don't have the option to skip it. This is called a bumper video ad. These ads are called uh, bumper ads because they last six seconds. So the other one lasts five seconds. This one is six seconds and you can't skip it. 
They are also non-skippable, which makes a difference between the TrueView in-stream ads. In order to set up these ads, you need to head over to the Google Ads, your Google Ads account to get started to set these up. Display ads. So on the topic of Google Ads account, another set of ads that you can access while in your Google Ads um, account is display ads. These use a platform called the Google Display Network or GDN. The method of targeting on the GDN is by audience, keywords, or placement. What makes it different from paid search is that the bidding is CPM or course per thousand impressions. On one, one other key difference is that images are mainly used to display across potential of 2 million websites. And that's over 2 billion um, website users in, on those 2 million websites. Guest podcasting is up next at number 26. Back to the topic of other people's audiences is the fact that you can decide to be a guest on someone else's podcast show. Of course, it all depends on who you want as a potential follower. To get on other people's podcasts can be a straightforward affair. Do the research of which shows you want to be on. Do some podcast outreach or head over to Matchmaker FM to find your perfect audience match. So at number 27, we've got podcast sponsorship. If you're too shy to be on a show or it doesn't make sense, then you have also have the option to sponsor someone else's show. There is the option to approach the show directly or use you can use an existing advertising platform. Here's a short list of podcast advertising platforms. You've got Podcast Addict, Google Ads, Overcast, Pod Pocket Cast, Podbay, Spotify, and Podnews. All of these offer the ability for you to advertise on podcasts, or like I mentioned, you can approach the owner of the show directly. Udemy is at number 27. So have you ever thought of creating a short course and putting it on a course market marketplace? What makes a place like Udemy different is that you can use it to build authority. So you get a lot of people reviewing um, your course and during your course uh, on the platform, you can actually mention the fact that you have a blog. So instead of publishing your premium or signature course here, use it as a way to market your brand by publishing an entry-level course. Coursera is at number 29. Are you an expert, educator, or professional? If yes, then you may prefer to use Coursera to launch your entry-level course. While anyone can become a course creator on Udemy, the Coursera platform is reserved for a higher caliber of individual. Um, like I said, like an expert, educator, or professional. Also, Coursera has a massive open online course um, courses that you can get from well-known universities. Skillshare is at number 30. You may find Udemy platform with over 300 million students is not suitable for your type of course. When compared with Udemy, Skillshare platform has only 8 million students, which is not to be sneezed at by any stretch of the imagination, but they offer courses that are more focused to creatives and entrepreneurs. So spend some time evaluating both um, Skillshare and Udemy, and maybe you can use both for two different kinds of courses to attract students or potential blog followers from both platforms. At number 31, we've got Quora. So that's Q-U-O-R-A. 
Again, head over to the show notes, successunscramble.com forward slash EP194 to get access to the show notes. Have you created an account on Quora yet? One of the best ways to capture the attention of potential blog followers is just when they are asking a question. And this is exactly what Quora platform encourages. What's surprising is how easy it is to gain traction by just answering questions. I've left a screenshot in the show notes of what happened to me when I joined Quora, the questions that I answered, as well as um, the traction that I gained. I got over over a thousand views. I only answered questions for probably two months or so. And up until today, I'm still getting views on my particular, um, I suppose, profile, as well as all all the different links back to my blog. So find the questions with the most followers that relate to your brand and answer those questions. That's a secret to Quora. At number 32, we've got Facebook Lives. Did you know that a great way to increase visibility on your Facebook business page is by doing lives? I ran a test last summer for 30 days and the results were, I suppose, surprising. I headed over, did lives. I went live on my Facebook page. I think it was between four and six weeks and I was using StreamYard and my reach was unbelievable. Again, I've left a screenshot in the show so you can actually see for yourself how I got a lot of reach just by going live on Facebook page. Number 33, we've got collaboration. Have you ever seen the phrase self-made millionaire? Each time I see it, I, I, I cringe because it is not possible for anyone to become a millionaire by not engaging followers or not getting anyone to buy their products or anything. I mean, that's impossible. Even if you use a stock market, other people are buying stuff on the stock market. So there's no such thing as a self-made millionaire. This is why collaborating with peers in your industry or niche makes a lot of sense. A rising tide moves all boats. So when you decide to collaborate with someone else, everybody wins. Number 34, we've got a speaker and that can be paid or free. In the last 12 months, I had the opportunity to, to be a speaker at three different events, even in the midst of um, I, what I would say a lockdown economy. Being a speaker means that you get a chance to promote your brand or business in front of someone else's audience. Your potential blog followers will become aware of the existence of your brand and how you can solve their problem. And these speakers were in, it's not inside of Facebook groups. It was actually on um, a Twitter chat and the other two were actually at summits. So don't, I suppose, remember that you can um, gain more traction for your brand or business by becoming a speaker. Number 35, you've got sponsor and athlete. So if your business is in the health and wellness niche, a clever way to advertise your brand or business is by sponsoring an athlete. You know, their care that they wear. What this does to help, what this does to help that athlete, the sports club, and achieve your your goals. So three three people get help, the athlete, the sports club, and you get to achieve your goals. Remember your potential followers if you're in the health and fitness niche, are likely to be into sports themselves. Host a giveaway is up at number 36. Another clever way to get more blog followers is to host a giveaway. Of course, it would be important for you to have high quality swag or gifts that your potential followers would enjoy. An iPad is not a giveaway item. It's too generic. Find something that's specific to your niche. So if you're in a sewing niche, 
Maybe a sewing machine could be something that you want to give away or something a little smaller than a sewing machine. Spend some time brainstorming what you can give away as well as how often you can do this to increase your brand awareness. Because people, as part of the giveaway, you might encourage them to share the link with their friends and etc. So you can actually crowdsource um, marketing or promotions by doing a giveaway. Sponsor a charity event. If you are one of my regular listeners, you'll know that my charity charitable cause is raising awareness to help reduce illiteracy among women. No matter what charity you support, it is important to think of ways that you can raise awareness of your brand through your preferred charity. For example, Breast Cancer Awareness Month normally occurs in October. So if you if it's if you um, support a char- charity, Breast Cancer, you use the whole month of October to promote, um, I suppose, the awareness of breast breast cancer, and people will associate your brand with that particular charitable event. Number thirty-eight, we've got sponsor pitch. There are a host of other opportunities where you can sponsor events and organizations. Thanks to the folks at Sponsor Pitch and at SponsorPitch.com, the hassle of finding these sponsorship opportunities have been made super easy. Just sign up to become a member. Yes, there's a fee and you get access to all of the properties looking for sponsorship. At number 29, we've got Yahoo Power Listing. If you have a brand supporting a local area, so if, for example, your brand is... I don't know, plumbing in a specific area like Denver, then you'd be excited to know that Yahoo Power Listing is just for you. Basically, you have the opportunity to list your business or brand in one of the several local directories. I've left a link in the show notes so you can get access to all of this information. Head over to successandscramble.com EP forward slash EP194. Number 40, we've got become a best-selling author. There are a ton of courses available online teaching you how to become a best-selling author using Amazon Kindle Direct Publishing. The benefit of your book becoming a bestseller, a bestseller is that it will help you to build authority in your niche. People will know your name and then they will go and search for you. It can take between a few weeks to a month to a few months to achieve this goal. One such course is offered by one of my peers in the niche. Her name is Anna. And I've left a link in the show notes. You can get access to her course. At number 41, we've got forums. Do you remember the days when forums were popular? (laughs) I'm not dating myself. They still are. Before social media became popular, one of the best places to ask questions was a forum. While these are still thriving communities, it is a good idea for you to find the ones where your potential blog followers hang out. You just head over to Google and type in your niche plus forum and you'll be able to find the forums in your niche. This way, you can not only build your authority by answering their questions, you can also go there to promote your brand and blog. Not in the first few times, though. You need to go and give value first before you can promote your blog or business. It is crazy to think that there are so many ways to get more blog followers, yet so many newbies continue to struggle. Yes, it does require some thinking outside of the box, out of the social media box to get the word out about your blog. However, it is very doable if you remember to create a marketing strategy. Remember that it is important to include a mix of free and paid promotional options. Here's a list of those 41 ways again. You've got Pinterest, Twitter, Instagram feed, IG stories, reels, influencer campaigns, seven, Facebook profile, business business page on Facebook, Facebook group, your own Facebook group, Facebook threads, 
LinkedIn posts, on-page SEO, off-page SEO, guest posting, sponsored posts, PR outreach, other people's Facebook groups, Facebook ads, promoted pins, Instagram ads, Google ads, paid search, YouTube channel, your very own channel, brand sponsorship, you're sponsoring someone else's channel, but doing it through one particular video, video ads, that's through Google video ads, display ads, that's through the Google display network, guest podcasting, number 26, 27, podcast sponsorship, Udemy, Coursera, Skillshare, Quora, Facebook lives at number 32, collaboration at number 33, speaker, sponsor and athlete, host a giveaway, charity sponsorship, sponsor pitch, Yahoo Power Listing, best-selling author, and 41 forums. While this list is not exhaustive, it can certainly help you to find clever ways to get more blog followers. What has been your experience when it comes to growing your blog readers? Let me know in the comments of the show notes, and I'll happy to engage with you there. Have you subscribed to this podcast yet? If yes, did you remember to leave a five-star review? Now, let me tell you who this particular podcast episode is for. If you know of anyone starting their blog or they've been blogging for a while and they're very frustrated with who it is, um, without get, without getting readers to their blog, we're getting more people to their blog, please share this particular podcast episode with them so that they can actually get a solution or get solutions, plural, to their problem. Remember that your positive review to this particular podcast is vital keeping it alive and running for the next 12 to 24 months. So please leave a five-star review for us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast players. Getting your first 10,000 blog followers will not happen overnight unless you use paid traffic. The big downside of using paid ads is that you will need to have a monthly budget to keep it switched on. I started this particular podcast because I had a burden on my heart to reduce women illiteracy globally. Because this is a huge undertaking, I've decided to help 1,000 women over the next 10 years become wildly successful in their online business through simplified marketing strategies. That way we can build a strong business network of women who can donate 1% of their profit and together we can help reduce women illiteracy worldwide. Would you like to be part of this movement? Shoot me an email using alvern at success on scramworld.com. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now.